You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That's all good. Oh, bummer. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Loser's Lounge. Flo, that was your chance to make your sad trombones, and I didn't even hear it. Uh, I only prepared the happy... <laughs> you only the prepared, only prepared did so the much to do. Uh, <laughs> just practicing it, <laughs> and here he is. Uh, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I hit all of my parlay except for one piece tonight. The Nuggets win part. That oh. was the that was the, oh, the the most important the part. The most important. When I miss my parlay, and but but like Nuggets win, don't care. I'm happy. Feels good. Money spent. Worth when the you money. lose the parlay and the Nuggets lose, it's like and you lose because uh, it's just like the double whammy. An extra kick to the balls. The second <laughs> kick to the balls on top of the first one. The I Draymond got the, Greens. The Draymond Green for sure. <laughs> double tap. I got a. Uh, I got some homies in the house though. Of course, everybody knows Superstar Dev. I mean, that was just a. A not-so-fun finish. Like, everything was so well. I was so happy. The bar was popping. Everyone was screaming, celebrating. Fourth quarter, overtime, not so fun. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of things we're going to talk about, but I blame one person, and that is the man to my right, Ray, who said this game was a lock. He said he's not nervous. Nuggets were up seven. He (laughs) felt good about it. I felt good about it. That was the last good moment of the game, Ray. (laughs) I was calm. I was ready for a casual win. And uh, you know what they say, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That's so true. Nuggets got a very stupid prize. And then a man never invited back to the DNVR bar, all the way from France, it's Flo. <laughs> oh, and one in your presence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, it's <laughs> yes. on me. This one is on me. Okay. This one is no, on. no, I'll take it. I'll, ta- I'll I, take this one. I love it, man. I, I try to bully the guests, and they can't be bullied. They're like, you know what? You, yeah, you can't, I, I, um, I can't. I can't. I can't. That ha- that's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. Um, as we start things off, and I need help on this one because there was a lot that happened. There was chaos. The Friday we, the bar was popping tonight. I mean, that's the most full it's been in a while. Yeah. Um, you guys got to help me do the quick recap here because there's a lot to get to in it, and I feel like I'm going to forget some of it. So help me out here. No I'm going to start it off. Very relaxed vibe to open this game. My colleague over at Locked On Nuggets, Matt Moore, has a theory, and it's a great theory. He mm-hmm. says the des- more desperate team almost always wins. The Nuggets should have been just about as desperate as the Cavs, but the Cavs are like hanging on by even more of a thread, you know, than, than Denver is. So for them, this was one of those games where it's like they get they're falling. They really needed it. Denver came out, I thought, a little bit just loosey goosey in that first. Not a lot of urgency, and the Cavs were on fire. Jokic was slinging some great passes. Cavs started to get a little bit of a lead up on the starters in that first stint. Then Bones came in and had what I think is probably his best seven-minute stretch of his career, at least up there as a top one, two, or three of his career. 
Cavs led 31-29 after one, but Bones caught fire. He was playing like a vet. He had some great passes. He had some great drives and finishes. He had some great three-pointers. He was doing everything that you want from Bones. Uh, and the and the Nuggets bench took a big lead. They had a 10-point lead going in that second quarter. So from right. down 10 to up 10, huge swing. Um, Nuggets took a 63-52 lead into the half. It was the second game in a row with a double-digit lead at halftime. Third quarter, and this was a big, pivotal, sneaky, pivotal moment. Aaron Gordon picked up his fourth foul right to start the third quarter. He had to go to the bench. It kind of changed the rotation completely. Barton was absolutely ice cold. He was ice cold all game, but the third quarter is where he kind of did a majority of his missing. Um, and the Nuggets just couldn't get the ball to Jokic. Coming out of the half, Cleveland had a game plan, and it was very similar to what a lot of teams have been doing. It's just to what degree do you do this? We're going to front Jokic. We're going to be behind Jokic. We're going to put two guys on it so that you have to go to plan B. You cannot play through. He goes to the elbow. We sandwich him. He goes to the block. He goes to the top of the key. Wherever he was, they were going to put two bodies on him. And the Nuggets just couldn't solve it. In that third quarter, they could not get the ball to Jokic. I think he had four points and like zero rebounds, zero. So just didn't touch the ball. Uh, Then we get to the fourth quarter. Jermichael Green was everywhere, making some big-time plays, knocking down shots, making blocks, getting rebounds. The bench left some points on the table, though. This is one of the MOs of both the Nuggets bench and a little bit of Michael Malone in that the bench makes these <coughs> big runs, and it's like, okay, it's nine minutes left in the fourth. You Up ten, bench is rolling, timeout, and it's like, do you stick with it for a little bit longer and see what happens, or do you change up? That's exactly what happened in this game. The bench was rolling, and then they came out on like a big swing for the Cavs, where right. they almost coughed up the everything that they had just built out. Swings the other I way. I think the yeah. Nuggets went from being up like twelve or thirteen to only up seven when the starters come back in, except for Monte Morris. Bones Highland stayed on the court, and he would continue to play. He pulled a Faku, played like eighteen minutes straight. Huge challenge. Uh, Jokic got called for an offensive foul. Challenged it, uh, or actually, he got called for uh, just a shooting foul. Cavs challenged it. It was upheld. That was a big play. There was an atrocious foul by Will Barton on a three-point shooter on Lowry Markkinen at the buzzer. Nuggets challenged that one, did not win it. It was just a bad foul. Nuggets win the game if that foul doesn't happen, by the way. That was like a, you don't foul Lowry Markkinen on a three-point shot, you probably win. Jokic hit a floater, and then he tried a Sambor shuffle to end the game to win it. Did not go in. We go to overtime. And overtime, Jokic went to work early. Will Barton hit a corner three-pointer, one of his three made shots tonight. Things were looking all Nuggets, up four. That was the end of the good times. It was the end of no, the good times. You know, you know, Cavs made some big plays, in particular some big plays on the offensive glass and got some second-chance points that they shouldn't have got. But Denver, on their offensive end, the process down the stretch was just so rough. I mean, Bones did a very good job of knowing the situation. Getting the ball to Jokic was the goal. But this was one of those games where Bones was almost in a tough spot. When you overload in the half court and put two guys on one player, especially a non-ball handler like Jokic is a big, you can use his gravity to bring it out. You have a four-on-three situation. Bones was not going to take shots. I don't, in my opinion, he was not going to drive. That's a tough spot for a rookie to be in. Like, hey, go attack now. You know, uh, Jeff Green didn't want it. Aaron Gordon just didn't have it. Will Barton was the only one willing to take the shots, and he didn't have it tonight. So Denver Falls. Uh, the Cavs get this one. It was a big-time comeback win. I'm going to start with you, Dev. Let these guys get settled. What's your big takeaway from this one? I have a few takeaways. Um, one, Scott Foster. That was just... Oh, I missed. Scott Foster had a traveling call on Aaron Gordon that I just... I don't think it was. And that was a that was during, I believe, the four-point lead. Denver had the four-point lead in OT, so you're feeling good about mm-hmm. it? That was, that was a big, like, a turning point in the game. And also... I feel like he was just like standing out and it wasn't just only against the Nuggets like he 
he was bad against the Cavs early, and then he went bad against the Nuggets. Like, he swayed throughout the game, but he was a big component of the game, and no ref should be that. So the, the fact that his name was out there lets you know the type of impact that he had on the game. Also, I'll just say um, guys not stepping up, which kind of forced Malone's hand. So, like, Barton and Monte Morris having such a bad first half kind of forced Malone into a spot where he's just trying to tinker, trying to find something. And then that's when he makes a, um, I mean, now talking in hindsight, you could say an irrational decision to not play Monte down the stretch. But if you're going to, like, punish one player, you should punish both players. Because Barton was I, also bad. I don't know if he was punishing Monte as much as he was rewarding Bones. Because Bones was really good. Mm. And I think part of this was they needed a guy that could get past the first line of defense, which Monte can do, but Bones does better. Um, did you guys watching it feel like it was rewarding Bones or punishing Monte? Or both? I think more about Will Barton also being a part of that conversation as someone who has the trust of Michael Malone and... For better or for worse, he is he's going to ride him down the stretch. So in this game, it didn't necessarily work out. Um, in other games, it might. But another thing I kind of wanted to talk about is Laurie Markkinen as somebody who just kind of goes maybe he's realized, <laughs> he's realized how tall he is. <laughs> and he's gained an assertiveness that I think Denver really wasn't in position to compete with tonight. Um, and, and maybe some of that is Jeff Green, some of that is Will Barton, some of that is just wherever he got switched onto. Aaron Gordon is not necessarily in the healthiest place. Um, that, that's who I look at as somebody who I'm just disappointed that we couldn't slow him down. Yeah. What about, what's your big takeaway, Flo? Uh, frustration, because during 80% of the game, it, it felt like an easy game, an easy win, and uh, it slept for a couple of stupid plays or bad luck plays and uh, so it's frustrating this is what <laughs> is I, I had a, a great time anyway because <laughs> I could watch it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go but, but I was like so I had a great a, night I don't so know what you guys painful, were sad about it was this painful loss of the season for me <laughs> this is like when we did the party bus uh, yeah and we Nuggets lost by 20 and somebody said it was his favorite Nuggets experience ever <laughs> and I was like wow that's, that's it's not the wins it's the friends like, you make along the way that's true apparently lots of friends made um, my, my takeaway is that the Nuggets have to I, they've got to find a, a solution for this gimmick defense because teams you know they, Oklahoma it reminds me a lot of Oklahoma City that kind of had a similar thing of like hey you guys like to play through Jokic and he's so versatile that you you know if you try to over like front the post okay then he could do this thing or he could step out he could play on the perimeter but when teams overload two guys or three guys even at sometimes and just say like we're daring somebody else to do this especially when you do it in the clutch because it's one thing if you do that in the first quarter maybe like all right bones you have the freedom to attack late second quarter late second quarter whatever there's no pressure like you can yeah but you do this in the clutch and i'm telling you Will Barton has to be that guy. I know people are going to be really mad at him because he was awful tonight. I don't want to pit, pit in this game on any one player because the rebounding was a collective effort tonight, and they could have won it with that. He's the second-leading scorer on this team. Will Barton. Yeah. But tonight they needed him especially to be the thing that he is most designed to be. Like They needed volume score. You're talking about uh, four-on-three in the half court, essentially. If the team's going to overload like that, right. you have to be able to get around your guy because there's no help. We got two people out of position. It's four on three. You should be able to go. And Denver just didn't get any of that tonight. And Barton is the guy to do that. He just didn't have it. 
if they're going to play that style, you either need to make three-point shots or you need to get to the rim. Denver tonight shot 30%, but you know a lot of that was off of the bench. You go to the starters, 0 for 1 Jeff Green, 0 for 4 Aaron Gordon, Jokic 0 for 4, Monte Morris 0 for 1. They just didn't make the threes and they didn't get to the rim tonight. Yeah, when we talk about that gimmick defense that they're like kind of doing, I think this was like the first time that I felt like Jokic was actually frustrated with it or what was happening around him. You know, I think it was a, a combination of both of his guys not, you know, shooting the ball or being at the right spots, but also the Cavs, they did not care. They were going to go all in yep. on that. So, like, you talk about it throughout the game, you know, late, they'll probably try to show something different. The Cavs did not. They stuck with it. Laurie Markkinen is not afraid of Jokic. Like, that's like a real thing that has been shown throughout you know these these couple of games he's really physical with him he i wish you took that games. more personal he, he i wish he did marketing does like that's a real thing now marketing like almost takes it like disrespectfully to yoke like I, I don't think he's like i'm going at him it's more of just a like i know what to do against this guy yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he, and he and he does like i mean at least on, it looks on like the it. offensive end. Yeah, yeah 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 and then also like he he's gonna he's they're getting the double team a lot of times so like not having monte or sorry not having will barton be the the escape valve that is shooting him out of that or trying to get, you know, this is an option where he can be himself, where he can be free, where he can shoot the ball, which we know he wants to do instead of contested shots. And he did that in this game. I think that he did understand that he had to be that. And that's why we see him take 14 shots in the game. But when you don't have it going and then you're just kind of forcing the shots, I think it started to just wear on other guys. And I, mm. that's where I seen Jokic get like visibly frustrated throughout the game. The Barton piece, I mean, how do you analyze? Part of this is getting to the rim is about explosion. It's about athleticism, about this, that. That's the part with Barton that I'm just like, we see it in pockets. Like, he's had a couple dunks, especially even over the last month. He's had a couple dunks where you're like, wow, he got up. But he needs to be like the bone, straight line guy, a guy that can attack his I was going to bring that up. It's like when you see Bones take a dribble handoff, he's so explosive. He's like a little firecracker. Like, he's just here, then he's there, then he's at the rim. Then, you know, whether he makes or misses the shot, you know, he has this acceleration and burst that I think Will Barton, maybe this is an age thing. Maybe it's a health thing. You know, if you gave him a month off, he might have fresh legs and, and he might have that explosiveness. But I, I think right now it's just not necessarily something that he's having. And maybe he has to kind of change his game in a way yeah. where he can use some more. Maybe he has more strength. Maybe he has more you know, control over his uh, mind state and, and how he's thinking about the game. But he has to do something just to be a little bit more effective out there. Are you as concerned about Barton? And tonight, do you feel as much rest on his shoulders? I'm a bit, a bit sad for him because clearly his body doesn't uh, react as, uh, as well as he, yeah. as he would like to. And right. so you can't blame him for, for that. Also, if Jeff Green had made... Uh, one of his corner three-point shots, we wouldn't talk about Barton. Right. Also, the rebounding, as you said. So he's a perfect scapegoat, but there are more reasons we, we lost tonight. And I, I think in his defense, he wants yeah. – he's, he's working as hard as he can. Like He wants to play defense. He right. wants to get to the room. He wants to be the guy that the Nuggets need. Um, it's just if it's not there for him it's not there for him that's the hardest part about the barton criticisms is like the guy plays hard yeah like he he's a competitor he wants to win he's, he like loves the team you he's know like put his body on the line night in and yeah. night out for this team for half a decade plus at this point but these three of 14s are just so concerning i mean like yeah. uh, 
they win tonight if they go four or fourteen. If he goes four or fourteen, you know, it's yeah, it really came down little... to one shot. One sh- one more shot would have tilted it in the favor, even with this gimmick defense. Yeah. Um, Aaron Gordon had an interesting game tonight. Dev twenty points, eight rebounds, five assists. Really good stat line. Nine of fifteen shooting. Defensively, I mean, he had a tough assignment. Garland's really shifty. I mean, he's one yeah. of the quickest dudes. But he didn't really have an impact on him defensively. I just don't uh, like the fact that it doesn't look like Aaron Gordon is offering any resistance lately. Yeah. I think that's where the difference is. He used to be physical with guys. We used to talk about how big and strong he was, and he also was like um, agile enough to stay in front of a guy for a little bit. Yeah. There was, you know, there was a point in the game where it was like a key part of the game where the Cavs finally came back. They went on like a 7-0 run. They ISOed Gordon a couple of times. That's the one guy I feel comfortable with, like, not ISOing. I'd be like, hey, they could attack Will Barton or they could attack somebody else, but don't try to put an island on Aaron Gordon. And they did it. And they did it again. And they just kept going after it. So he's starting to get, like, sought out after. And and that, like, is shocking to me because of the type of defender that he has been. Um, I feel like this was a game where he could have proved himself. If he steps up, maybe he gets himself going mentally where he's like, okay, I can stop a a very quick guard that's also really shifty, that also can score in different ways, and he didn't do that in the game. I was glad to see him come back on offense, like Mm -hmm. ecstatic to see him like on offense to try to get himself going, but he also was not making any three-pointers, and he's kind of on the perimeter. Then also there was like that connection wasn't there with him and Jokic that is usually always there where Jokic is dropping it off, and he usually seals his guy, and he doesn't do it. And I don't know if he just physically can't right now because he is so um, exhausted or if there is an injury or something like that. And I don't want to speculate because he hasn't said anything about an injury, but it's just tough to, like, look at him and not think that something's not right right now, especially in this game. He was good offensively. Defensively, not so much, and they needed him. You know the play that frustrated me the most about Gordon, and it's kind of uh, symbolic of a lot of things that he does? The play where Yoke drove and dropped it off to him, and he went up for a dunk and then, like, left. He tried to, like, go around. Went to his left. Went to his left, and then he didn't even hit the rim. It just hit the backboard and off, and it's like, he's one of the most athletic guys. You've got people out of position. Dunk that one or try to. Like, Kenyon Martin was so good at this, if you guys remember. Kenyon would Mm. always just try to dunk it so hard that it was a foul because, like, whether he was going to make it or not, like, you saw him coming, jumping as hard as you could, and you just put your arms up to be like, don't posterize me. Mm -hmm. Gordon needs to do – he has that same pop to him. Like, you get that – you get that – running start where the defense is so focused on Jokic as a drop off just go and throw your body at the rim I just think it'll work for him more than these like acrobatic finishes do you think it's a health thing and in, in particular do you think it's a mental part of how he feels about himself you know is he going yeah. into these games thinking like my knees aren't really feeling it tonight you know maybe yeah, I'll just go for a layup the Philly game was uh, just a few days ago and he was looking so bad that uh, I think he has recovered well Regarding uh, our body was uh, against Philly. Yeah, they were uh, saying it, it was sickness I mean, even on that one. They weren't even saying yeah, it was health. But mm. Yeah, it adds up to everything. And so, I mean, Sometimes. it would be extraordinary if he would have recovered totally from uh, from that. So, hmm. yeah, he's not, uh, he's not uh, 100% for sure. Let's hit our first break. On the other side, though, we'll talk about some of the good stuff. I want to analyze Jokic's game tonight because I'm wondering if you guys feel there's something more Jokic could do. And then, of course, we got to sort of talk about bones closing and also just the way he played tonight because there was so many positives there um but first i have to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors here let me find them here athletic greens 
We got Athletic Greens. Man, I how does that not pull up here? Oh, there it is, right there. Athletic Greens. So we all got a package of this stuff. If you guys don't know, they've got like probiotics in them, prebiotics, probiotics, and they also have like all of the nutrients and stuff you would need if you're not a big vegetable eater. Are you a big vegetable eater, Ray? I'm a huge vegetable eater. I, I've eaten my vegetables since like day one. I don't know how people. I'm a bad vegetable don't, eater. I'm, I eat a lot hey. of meats, a lot of dairy. Okay. You know, like I, I, hey. no breads or I love, sugars. I love ice cream. No breads or sugars. I love ice cream. Ice cream. I, I, I can't. Do it. Okay, well. Uh, but I don't get my veggies a lot. That's why I like uh, Athletic Greens every day in the morning. It's one scoop. They actually the scooper. I don't know if you guys know, big metallic scooper. Very mm -hmm. good scooper. The best <laughs> scooper of any scooper I've seen. You throw it in. You get some ice water in there. Shake it up. Boom, chug it. It's only like eight ounces. Pretty good tasting. Yeah. But to me, you get all of the probiotics you need for the day. You also get all of these great uh, vitamins, all this different stuff you have. 75, in fact, high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Right. Uh, check them out right now. Uh, Athletic Greens. Everybody's talking about them. They're like everywhere right now. It's kind of the big, the big drink of right now. You can check them out. Also want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. You guys know them. America's top-rated sportsbook app. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win any game, and you get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. I almost told people last time, take Gonzaga. Like, it's the easiest bet. They almost lost. So I almost led people very astray. I almost cost everybody $200. Um, they're going to bounce back, though. They're, they're not going to do this again. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the College Hoops game with same-game parlays, multiple bets for a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the top-rated Sportsbook app right now. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-522. 4700. Vote is already done with his uh, media stuff here. Um, mm. can we, should we take our, our drinks here before you leave, Ray? Because you got a drink here, right? Yeah. Uh, Vote is going to join us because we already have sort of an update, but before he does. Eric? Yeah, he's, he, was, he said he barely watched the game tonight, which might be why they lost. Before we <laughs> take this one, though, why don't you walk us through this here? What, what is it we're drinking? So this Drink. is a brandy from southwest of France. Uh, and it's it's, a big uh, pour. it's 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 close to cognac. You can sip it. You can yeah. sip it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You live right. your life fully. Givoli. Sante. Or Sante. Sante. Hmm. <laughs> Dev is not a brandy guy. <laughs> Come on. Not a big really? fan, Dev. Delicious. It's strong. It is strong. It's, it's really strong. It's only 40%. It's kind of fruity, 40%. like on the back end. I like it. Oh, it's, it's I like I like how offended it, he is that no, we're not. No, I'm not there. offended. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not that strong. You have to understand, we're wusses. That's but, the part. We're wussies. Uh, That's the part you don't quite understand. Oh, yeah, it's not understand. a you thing. No, you are. It's no, not a you thing. It's, it's a them you're, thing. It's fine. How strong is whiskey? You drink whiskey. Same. Same. Yeah. About the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very spicy. Unlet it. Unleaded. <laughs> we'll get used to it. We will get used to it. Ray, we're going to have to say goodbye to you now, though. No worries. Thank you so much for joining us. Been a pleasure. Order. Thanks a lot. I'll be back soon. Rocking the Gary Harris. Always, always. All right, vote. Get on in here. Let's hear from an, I'm, what I'm imagining was a very angry Michael Malone. <laughs> yeah, I bet he was. So let me. Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic, who else? All right. So the first question I have for you. What, 
did Flo just leave too? He didn't have to. Um, why the? Uh, why did Bones close tonight? Was there an injury to Monte, or was that a no. coach decision? Glad you asked. That is a note. Um, I quote: "I thought Bones was playing well. That's all it was." Um, look, Bones in to close the game makes sense to me, fellas. There are some other guys that maybe either Monte or Austin Rivers would have made sense for Barton, Jeff Green. Um, but I digress. It didn't happen that way. Well, the way I so first of all, I'm glad that it was a pro Bones thing and not an anti Monte thing. He did actually say those words explicitly yeah. too. He said it was not anything Monte wasn't doing. And second of all, Bones didn't do anything wrong. Like I don't think there's a moment. Uh, actually, one thing: the box out. He he allowed that second huge second chance points. He and everyone else, you know. To well, be yeah, fair, yeah, of to course. Be fair, but. but my point is, it wasn't like Bones missed a shot, or he missed a read, or he didn't get the ball where it was supposed to go. Like, I, I will say, the way the game unfolded and the way they were defending Jokic, they needed someone to make a play, and I think it's tough to ha- ask Bones to do that. Like that, that's a tough thing. Is to not make a mistake is one thing, but to be like, hey. You're actually the guy that needs to go one-on-one now. That's a tough spot for him to be in. After playing so well and so long, too, it yeah. was so many minutes in succession, I yeah. think that maybe took a toll. But to your point, you know, that decision of itself isn't really what I'm looking at. You know, maybe so much as could Monte have been in there for Will? Could Austin have been in there for Jeff? Um, but a hindsight's twenty twenty. In the end, we can say that Monte was not hurt, and this was more of a pro-bones thing than anything else. It obviously did not work out. You were wondering what kind of a mood Malone was in on going 2-1 and one on the road trip. And remember, it's important to note that Malone has done as much moral victory shield pounding as anyone in these yeah. last few weeks. That died out tonight. Yay. Hurrah. Two for one. We b- have scored. We blew a game tonight. That's the bottom line. So there was not as much look at everything we've done lately tonight. The lack of execution down the stretch of a winnable game. Did not leave him in such a good mood. You guys aren't going to believe this. He cited turnovers and rebounding as the difference tonight. Well, they were. I mean, they were. We're talking about these other things, but the rebounding in particular was was the killer. The turnovers to me, like this was another one of those ones where the turnovers were the result of not ex- not having the proper either game plan or execution on a defense that should have been easy. Like they, the turnovers were the symptom of them not knowing what to do, in my opinion. Not necessarily like just sloppy passing. Did you know yeah. Aaron Gordon had seven? Seven turnovers? I did not know that. <laughs> That's wild. I did not Seven know that. turnovers? I'm sure a few of them were offensive charges. Yeah, so yeah. Malone was not in a great mood. Um, he doubled down on it being, and it was obviously, the turnovers and the offensive rebounding. Garland being the smallest guy on the floor, getting that one for the kickout. Um, he was not in a great mood, and I, I do think he cut the presser just a tiny bit short and got up and walked off. Um, not, in a great, not in a great mood tonight. Then we heard from Nikola Jokic, and I have to say, I come on here and I laugh a lot about how we're trying to vibes fest after a win, and Jokic doesn't get in on it with us. But you come to appreciate that after a tough loss. He doesn't get too high or too low. He said a lot, but I'll tell you that um, he was sort of asked to take the temperature on where he's at, where the team's at right now. And Jokic was in an upbeat mood tonight. He said, I'm good. Uh, I think we are not supposed to be where we are right now. We had a really good run this last month, and I think nobody expected us to be here. You can't be satisfied, of course. I'm now in your paraphrase territory, but he was saying they played well. They've been playing well, and that obviously this is a tough loss, but Jokic was not um, not too interested in drumming up panic or, or whatever. He, he doesn't yeah. get too high or too low. You guys know how he is. Yeah. Um, on Jamal, on the topic of just sort of mentally – how Jokic is approaching this. He did say, look, obviously it'll be great if Jamal comes back, 
But as far as what we have to figure it out, it's best to proceed as if he's not, right? Like These are issues we're going to have to... Which, look, I do not think I would read that as Jokic having any idea how far along he is. But to the point... Hockey's so rad that just there's just like fights, just just fights that break out just randomly. But to the point that you've been making tonight, like some of these issues down the stretch, these are repeat issues. These are systemic issues. And so in the event that Jamal doesn't come back, is there a plan beyond, boy, I hope he does. And so I think Jokic is right to have that. It's games like tonight, though, are, are what worry you about that. Like I know it's, it's silly because the Nuggets are good. And people always say this, yes, but... Monte Morris is playing great. Like this, and it's true, he is playing great. Do the Nuggets have a guy you count on to just beat Darius Garland one on one when a team overloads no. two defenders no. and That's takes away their rim protection? Yep. Like no, but Murray is out there. Oh, he's going right to the lane every single time. He's cooking. He's getting to the. That's cup, your so counter. Yeah. That's 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 the thing. Devers missing is that second punch when you overload that hard on the main punch but what if anything at all can they do if he doesn't come back because they do the guys on the floor have a responsibility to think that way so i I appreciated that from Jokic. understood where he was coming from um he said the turnovers happen you know are an issue he said uh that was probably number one for us tonight and then on the rebounding he said that too seems like we didn't do a good job of this collectively and me first we are a good rebounding team but just these last few games um they obviously have not been and uh, on the on that last shot and just how discombobulated they were down the stretch, Jokic said, well, look, it's usually either Jamal or Monte, and we just run that two-man game. Yeah. And he did not have either option tonight, which Man. is really, I think, the biggest thing with wanting to see Monte out there, not what Bones did or Core, didn't do familiarity. well. The, but, yeah, I mean, this is – and not only is it the best option by default – this option has been bearing fruit in the last month or two. Right. They, they, Monte's been better in that scenario, so uh, maybe more. Do you question that decision? Yeah, I do. I do. Would have liked to see Monte out there. Um, Would you have gone maybe Monte and Bones together? No. I think Bones, not that Bones didn't earn it. I think Bones did everything he could to win this game. He had played a lot of minutes. Yeah, I agree. And it was time to go back to the starters down the stretch. Or if you're going to make a move, you know, Austin Rivers out there inside of Will, someone to get a stop on Garland if possible. You're right. Um, Or Jeff Green because you know what Malone's trying to do there, which is match size for rebounding. But with Jeff, that's a hollow proposition, isn't it? My question is if Jamal Murray's playing because he's the starting point guard, if he's having a bad game no matter what, do you finish with him even if Bones is playing well? Man. <laughs> no. Yes, I think you will. You'll finish with Jamal. You'll finish yeah, yeah. with Jamal. Well, I feel the, like the way, the, same the way you asked it made me think yeah. injury-wise. But if he's yeah. healthy, no, then yeah, of course healthy. not. Of course. But that's it. Jokic and Jamal are above. Yeah, but Monte is the starting point guard. It's the, the point guard that Jokic is used to, who he knows. He's who clears out everything. So it makes it difficult for them to not go with that. And that's why I feel like it was not even like a personal attack, but like a, a punishment. Because he only played 20 minutes in the game. I, I, I actually agree. I, I, if, I, if I'm Monte, I probably have a right to feel offended tonight. He, Monte, may, hopefully he's above that or what yeah. have you. And I'm sure Malone will talk to him on the team bus or plane or whatever. But I do wonder. i got to like scream to be louder than Brandon. Uh, what else? What else we got? Yeah, it's true. Who knows? Maybe they have, you know, this is the stuff that both Monte and Malone are good at too. I mean, maybe they have a conversation about this tonight and they figure that out together. But I agree with you guys. I think his absence was notable out there. Um, on Mobley, Jokic said he's not strong yet, but he's athletic. Those long arms. To be honest, I really want to see where he's at in the future. He's going to be a really good player. 
Then we heard from Bones Highland. Full disclosure, guys, my call did drop a couple times on this one. I got what I could. Um, they they were lacking. Sorry, guys. I know. Just like the Nuggets, I lacked execution down the stretch. And Bones said the same thing. Um, there were some plays they had down. The other half were really lacking in that execution. All the same, it did feel good to him to be out there with the first unit. On the turnovers, um, we do turn the ball over. It is something that happens to us, he said. Obviously, none of these are on purpose. Some of these are just good plays by the defense, but we can definitely cut down on them. Um, he did say it happens, but he did ultimately admit later, we just gave this game to them like it was candy. On that shot that he missed, he said, man, I wanted a big time. That's a shot I've been hitting my whole life. It just didn't go down. Um, on the rebounding, he, uh, he of course, saw that as a problem like everyone else. They had countless offensive rebounds, and he called himself out for that one that he allowed. Um, they definitely all understood that was a problem down the stretch. Bones sort of talked about the officials a little bit. At one point said there were a lot of calls that shouldn't have been called, but he backed off before he really circled that as a reason they lost or anything like that. So it was a som somber press conference but the man from Sombor never too high never too low he was actually our source of um, a steadying hand or influence tonight yeah um, it's tough man I, I, I mean I don't blame Michael Malone for doing what he did with the bones clothes but at the same time I do I, I Austin Rivers is another one I just like you have a really good guard that's kind of murdering Aaron Gordon put a, another put an option on him like if you could yeah. just cut off the, if you can guard Lavert and you could, go, which was by the way was not great tonight, but if you guard Lavert and you could guard Garland, they're going to have a hard time scoring. Everybody else needs created shots for them, and if you could just do that, and I don't know if they put themselves in that position to do that. So a little bit of a tough one. Um, you know, what did you make of Jokic's night tonight? I mean, it is weird because, like I said, his numbers were great, and they were doing things to like, hey, we're going to make it so that you know to overload on you. But do you think there's more he should have done given the circumstance? I feel like uh, he kind of got tired, a little sloppy down the stretch, like with his decision-making. And I'm not sure if a little bit had to do with him and uh, Aaron Gordon just not connecting. Because there was like there was a couple of turnovers where he just threw it to a spot. Maybe Aaron Gordon's supposed to be there, but he forced it. Um, I'm actually excited that he took the Sambor shuffle like three-point, like like deep. He's taken I, a lot lately. He hasn't I made really any. I really was excited about I, I really wish he would have finished the last Sambor, but the one for the actual overtime – like, don't 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 get put that in anyone else's hands. You have the chance to finish him out. Um, I think that there was a couple of uh, rebounds that he personally should have got, and like on any other night he would have got. I agree. If he wasn't frustrated, or I'm not sure if he just it, it just kind of was like a he wasn't into it on that like the rebounds. I feel like he should have had like 16, I, 17 of yeah. them. The Darius Garland one where he comes through and grabs the biggest rebound in the game. Jokic usually grabs those type of ones. And it's not even that he's supposed to grab it because he wasn't the one that was right, out of right. position. I feel like Barton was the one that like gave up the rebound. But usually he's the guy that actually grabs it in a weird way and what they kind of rely on. So um, the effort just wasn't there um, on the rebounding. But you can't be too hard on Jokic. Like, really, he, he, he scored whenever he wanted to. He, he stepped up. He got the team back in the game. Um, it's just like little small things that like he can't be perfect every single night. The, I think it was the play you're talking about. It ended in the marking in three, which was yeah. kind of the de facto. And you're right. What wasn't his guy? I think it was Bones's guy that crashed the boards on that one. But either way, it wasn't his guy. But it is one of those ones where it's like it's winning time. 
if you grab that one, you probably win. Yeah. If you don't, you probably lose. So yep. regardless of the circumstance, and I think that's what Yoke was mentioning. I think he would agree with you. I yeah. think he would. And to Dev's point, like that's a great criticism with Jokic because it acknowledges both sides of this. On one hand, that's not his dude. And even the criticisms of him extend beyond him, right? There's only so much he can do. On the other, it's still a controllable because he is the space octopus. It's something he can and has done. And tonight, I thought that was the one area where you can look at this game and go, okay, he could have done more. He had 10 rebounds, Dev. Five of them were offensive rebounds. That's awesome, but it does go to show you that he didn't exactly have a stellar game on the defensive glass as well, and obviously that was a big factor. To be clear, before the chat has an aneurysm, don't think any of us are blaming Yoke. In fact, would you call him the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game? Yeah, absolutely. There it is, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. He had like six assists in the first 10 minutes of this game and then two assists the rest of the way. I mean, again, they changed up their defense. They they purpose That was something the Cavs did, but, you know, here we are. Let's take our other break. On the other side, we have some super chats. We have a click around the association. Then we're going to go try to enjoy our weekend here. But first, got to tell you guys about Evaca TV. You know them. You might know them as the sponsor of the DNVR Takeover, which is happening one week That's from tomorrow. Right. Tickets all sold out, so if you missed out, too bad. Too bad. The only Next thing time. you can buy now is if you have tickets to the game, you can't sit with us, but you can get by a ticket to the party bus. We have two party buses, and I think there's a couple seats left, like 10 seats or something left on the second bus. So uh, I can't wait for that, by the way. I think we have like 100 people going. And so. we, we do have bus-only tickets. I That's will tweet saying, that out yeah. again. Yeah, but just if you're curious, that is an option to you. But the Nuggets ticket sold out, um, and I can't wait. It's going to be such a great great night next Saturday uh, for that party bus sponsored by Avaca TV. What is Avaca TV? A totally new paradigm for TV delivery that's less expensive, more efficient, and offers a superior picture than legacy providers. Service includes local networks like Altitude Sports and other national channels. Avaca TV is growing constantly and adding new channels to the lineup. Service is now available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls, Idaho. Most important of all, Avaca TV has Altitude Sports, making it easy to follow Colorado teams that you love including the Nuggets, Avalanche, Rapids, and Mammoth. Plus, you get aver- uh, access, uh, you'll get, you'll access coverage of the Rams, Pioneers, and baseball, too. AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain, that's coming soon. So go to avaca.tv slash dnvr, E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash dnvr. You only pay $25 a month plus the fee for the receiver. There's no contracts, no hidden fees. Your price gets locked in for two years. So check them out, Avaca TV. Also want to tell you about one of the oldest and long-running partners, Green Mountain Dental Group. You guys know about them. The best damn family dentist in all of the Denver metro area. We've heard a lot of people that have been making them their permanent place. Uh, A lot of our listeners that have been going there because you get this great deal. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. Tweet at us when you go there. You go there, let us know that you have jumped on the train. You're a Green Mountain Dental Group person. Again, you get that cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Uh, and you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you do. So check them out. Just 15 minutes from Denver and Lakewood. Uh, and, yeah, let them know that we sent you. Kale, we have some super chats. Why don't we get to those? The Sickos. Super chatting on a loss. To me, there's a huge silver lining to this game. Bones defense on Levert. A Bones-Murray backcourt in the future felt more realistic after tonight, to me at least. So this is the one thing we've undersold. Now we're, we're, we're past. We're throwing away this loss. It sucks. It's going to – and the standings are what they are. We'll get to that in a second. But the positive here is that Bones – I keep raising my expectations I know, for man. Honestly, like even tonight down the clutch, he was put in a tough spot. Later in his career, I think he'll dominate these minutes. Like, oh, you're overloading? I'm going to feast. Me too. Tonight, 
I think it's a tough spot to be in. Like, I'm not sure am I supposed to take over. It's not my team yet. He, wasn't, he was definitely hesitant to. Definitely has overpassed. But the thing is, I don't think he made the wrong plays in terms of, like, he threw it to the wrong guy or didn't get it. Like, he did a solid job of not screwing up. Yeah, we also complain about, like, the fact that Jokic can't get the ball a right. lot. Bones knows how to yeah, get you're Jokic right, the ball you're um, right about every that. single time. And that that's how you're going to earn more minutes. That's how you close out games, by making the right decision and also – Jokic is going to say, okay, that's a guy that, you know, knows how to feed it to me. Make sure we get him more minutes alongside me. So we got to see a game with Jokic and, and, and Bones, and we don't see much of that. So as, as many minutes as possible, he's just going to learn um, on the fly in those type of minutes. How crazy is it, too, that Michael Malone closed with him? I mean, that shows an enormous amount of trust that he has in him. I just... Honestly, Bones, I am excited about the possibility of a Bones-Murray backcourt because I do think that it's like that could be two really, really, really good. It's almost like Dame and CJ-esque in terms of like what their ceiling can be as players. I mean, Bones has proven to be that that dynamic of getting to the rim, hitting threes, making passes. I mean, he look, he's been flat out straight up better than Will Barton for a month plus, you know? And I know that's not not where the team construction's at right now, so in some ways that's neither here nor there. But I say that because that's the guy that you've paired with Murray for all these years. And so if you've been able to make that work, I know Bones is maybe a little easier to move around. But what we saw, I think, in terms of reading the floor, the effort, the attempts defensively tonight, I think that Super Chat was right. It should instill confidence that down the line, and maybe sooner than we're all thinking, right. you, can get, you can tap into this resource. Correct. All right, what else we got? Flo, right right from the other room, says, that was awesome anyway. Thanks for everything. All right, Flo, super chatting from right over there, the homie. Flo's Flo, a vibe. Flo, Flo is a vibe. A, yeah, he was it, all day. He like, was I feel like I, he, I feel like he was hosting Flo us. City, we also have some yeah, chocolates right? here. Yeah, I feel like we were hosting. I feel like, yeah, I feel yeah. like he, we, we went into his house, and he, like, showed us a great time. And we don't get that from, like, people that come in. Not that it's not great to see. Yeah, people. but we're always hosting. He took care of us. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that was great. The only guy, only DNVR fan to ever bring us. I'm gonna screw it up. Foie gras. That's right. Although, by the way, while we're on it, shout out Hamburger again. I got into those. Uh, I got into that wine tonight. Good looking out, buddy. We love yeah. presents. Brian says Barton like kills us 99.9% <laughs> of the time. His ego is crushing. He needs to sit. Um, there's our, our play in the hits. Cool. <laughs> play in the hits. Why is it his ego? Like, he's been horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's his ego. I yeah. think he just sucks right now. Yeah, agreed. Really, it's agreed. not like a mindset. It's like he just can't do some things. I'm with you, um, man. Like, also, I, I, his role on this team is to be a slasher, a score. Like, tonight they needed him to make shots. They, they didn't need him to take fewer. They needed him to make them. Make them. I agree yeah, with that. And he's not making shots, and he hasn't been making shots. He's been playing shitty for a while. But I don't think it has anything to do with his ego. I really don't. That's In well fact, said. one of the shots he made tonight was a bad shot. Like, the shots he missed were the ones you needed. Like, hey, we make it or get to the rim, you know? So that was the bummer. Ben says, a positive takeaway tonight was Bones' two-way game right up until yep. overtime. He had some superb defensive possessions tonight. His playmaking was yep. crucial in the second half. He was spent in OT. I mean, the, agree with all that. Yeah, the, the being spent in OT part, man. So crazy, but Bones, I'm I'm very excited. I, I, I'm very excited for the future of that guy. I definitely my ceiling for him right now 
is probably at an all-time high. Meaning, what I think his ceiling is is probably higher than what it's ever been. Like I look at him, Me and too, to your man. point, maybe sooner even than than I yeah, thought. Yeah, good. Hey, that is, I mean, <laughs> there's so much to be frustrated in this season, and perhaps we never see the vibes restored to full capacity because the health is an issue, but. There is a different timeline in which we're looking at this whole year going, oh, my God, Tim Connolly has done it again. Right. You know? And and right now, despite this tough loss, that is what's going through my mind. You didn't like that one, huh? No, I do. Oh, I didn't like this one? I mean, I just don't like alcohol. Oh, okay. I'm not a big <laughs> alcohol drinker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's do a quick around the association because this time of year we kind of have to do. It's like a big part of every show right now. And this is a toughie. This is a tough around the association. We're going to start. With the Utah Jazz, who just curb stomped the Clippers 121 to 92. This is a 29 point win for the Jazz. By the way, the second quarter of that game, the Jazz outscored the Clippers 41 to 14. 41 to 14. Holy wow. So this was a game that was not close at any point. At halftime, it was already over. The Jazz stay ahead of the Nuggets comfortably. The Pelicans beat the Spurs on the road. Greg Popovich was thrown out in this game and then winked. Dude, he's the he's the king. It was actually the most hilarious <laughs> toss ever. They're like a little like, huh? Just kidding. Do you guys. think he had a drink with the crew, the oh, officiating yeah. crew that night? Is he gonna retire? Like he just got the record. He kind of has a lot of those like, it's been fun, everyone yeah. kind of vibes. But what do we know? Um, Pelicans one twenty four, so they get the big win there. The Pacers beat the Rockets. Nobody cares about that game. Literally nobody cares about that game. <laughs> the Thunder lost to the Heat. The Heat get the win 120 to 108. People probably don't care about that game so much either. The Brooklyn Nets defeated the Portland Trailblazers 128 to 123. Kevin Durant had 38 points, six rebounds, six assists. That ended up being a much closer. I think the Nets had 71 in the first half. Also, like, why was that game so close? The Trailblazers are terrible. Yeah. A guy named Brandon Williams had 24 points. Portland is horrible. Like, on on paper, as a result, when you watch them, everything about them is Portland. Portland. Yeah, They're they are. horrible. How are They're they in the play- Are they in the playoffs, right? Oh, no. Have they been passed yet? Do we know? They have to because they have not put out a decent team, like, in a long time. Oh, yeah. They've been passed by a lot. Um, okay. Moving along on around the association here. The Grizzlies lost to the Hawks. 120 to 105. The Hawks get the win in Atlanta. Bogdanovich, my guy, goes for 30 points. The Lakers got the win over the Raptors. Russell Westbrook, the hero. Dude, fan favorite Russell Westbrook, just shining in the light. <laughs> A steal at the very end of the game, steal and then coast to coast for the three to tie it to send it to OT, and they get the win in OT. That's an impressive win for the Lakers, man. They don't he have a lot got of these. back to getting a triple double. He got a triple double. Yeah, he, that is that is crazy. He was back. He's all the way back, huh? I'm almost rooting for Russell Westbrook. We have swung so far oh my around. God. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> not. I'm not. 36 points in the game. I mean, he's going. I'm not rooting for all these people that keep talking. Like, here's the thing. People like he's been complaining because people have been calling him West Brick and booing him. And to me, I'm like, grow up. You've talked shit about fans. You've talked shit about media. You've talked shit you're about right players. About that. Oh, you're, you're right Take about it. that. The yeah. one thing I will say though that swung too far. I saw a video of somebody talking shit to him like at the valet trying to get a car or something yeah. and i'm like bro like once you're outside of the arena just go home just go home just man. Go home. Personal no, at that yeah at that point you're at, you're talking to russell westbrook the human being 
who's just like trying to get his car. Yeah, he's don't just be an a hole. Like right. we're not at an arena at that point. He's not on the court. He could kick your ass. He's not going to because he doesn't want to go to oh, jail. He keeps getting close. He yeah, really yeah, might. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. and also, it, he should. But he's you are right. Close. They also they start apologizing. <laughs> they, and then the dude gets like all the way like away, and then he starts trying to be funny about it. But yeah, yeah. leave him alone when he's out off of the court. Call if him he's West on the court, and you call him Westbrick. Like, that's, that's okay. That's not crossing. He's got to learn how to deal with that. But outside of that. The Knicks beat the Wizards in another, like, just crap fest. The 76ers, here's the big one. Joel Embiid played. He had 32 points tonight. Joel Embiid, fan of the Denver Nuggets, just doing a favors for the Denver Nuggets, giving the Mavericks finally, mercifully, a loss. Gee, although maybe it doesn't matter because the Nuggets blew the opportunity and lost Well, anyway. hang on, though. Minnie's got a tough one in, in Milwaukee, so if all three of them lose, yeah. we're just right yeah. back where and we started. Give them to, like, a, a breath. Like, you could just breathe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. That was a good opportunity, you know, for the Nuggets. Yeah. For sure. I mean, the Nuggets could have been right there. I mean, killer. Uh, the Suns are up big on the Bulls. Poor Bulls, man. I'm paying attention to them because obviously I have CHGO. I love our CHGO Bulls crew. It's like a great, great crew. There's, they're, they've had one win since we launched. That's two yeah. weeks. Two it's, weeks. It's the initiation win. process. You got to see how you could uh, handle uh, adversity. F and PHNX, we founded them in the middle of their title run. I know. Yeah. PHNX has um, lost 14 times uh, ever in their existence. That, the that Bulls fan base, Nothing though. but winner's lounges. They're hanging on by their fingertips. You can feel it. Oh, they, of course. They were so thrilled, and as they should have been, and it's getting tough for them. It's getting really tough. I feel bad. Also, F the Suns. Oh, this is a battle I didn't realize. It is a battle of all city, Bulls Suns. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. I didn't even think of it. Uh, and then the last game of the night is also the Nuggets' next opponent, the Celtics, who are the scorching hot this Celtics. This isn't fun anymore. This is me. not fun anymore. Oh. Uh, Celtics oh. are stomping oh, the Kings. the shit out 73 of 73-56. efficient game from Jason Tatum. What's he got? He has 25 points, 9 of 11 shooting. 9-11, man. Wow. Uh, the Celtics right now. I'm down bad. Ridiculously good on the defensive end. He has end. 25 points in 21 minutes, and then Jalen Brown has 26 points in 19 minutes. I'm telling you, like, okay. so I, I've predicted, and I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm very b bearish on my own prediction that Michael Porter will be back on Sunday, especially with Michael Malone's, like, not on the instant horizon or whatever he says, immediate horizon. I'm worried that's not the case. But even if it is, to come back against the best defense in the NBA, like, if Michael Porter comes back and the Nuggets score 78 points, everybody's going to be like, oh, man, ruin this or that. It's a really tough, tough game True. to come back on. So who knows what happens. But also... This is why tonight's game was so important. Is Denver's maybe their toughest game remaining on the schedule is the Boston Celtics coming up on Sunday. That's how good Boston has been. So to be limping into that, you know, off of this game that you kind of let slip through your fingertips is a, is a killer. Absolute killer. Jason Tatum in town. Oh man. Are we going to get are we are we going to get the A game from Vote on on Sunday? Are you coming ready? I'm coming ready, but I don't feel... No. I, I was wildly confident in the Tatum slander like two months ago. You got to bring it, man. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. You Listen. better... Hey, we need you Sunday. <laughs> I'm, I'll be here ready to talk my best shit. Good pregame meal. Okay. Get yeah, a good yeah. pregame meal. Should I get a little lit for that one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> get a little lit. Right. We need a super vote for that one. Um, Nuggets dropped this game. It's kind of a drag, guys. It's a little bit of a bummer, but it is what it is. This was one that they let slip through their fingertips, but one thing I will say... Jokic talking about how he needs to be a better rebounder. I I think we get a good yoke on Sunday. Uh, me too. Big yoke. Me too, man. I think we get a big yoke on Sunday. I so. think th this guy knows better than any of us when to stick that oar in the water and change the course. So it's that time. Oh, we do have one more super chat. I'm told 
Thank you. Kale, you can always break the fourth wall and just scream at me. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we did have one come in. It comes from Jake, and he says, love Barton's lockdown D tonight. All right. Hey, you paid for it. Yeah, we get in the show. You can say whatever, yeah. whatever you want. He was not good. Um, that does it for us tonight, guys. We are on a little bit of a break. Tomorrow, you Enjoy know what we got weekend. tomorrow, though? While Enjoy we are weekend. on a break, the show is not on a break. Tomorrow, Voya, Miroslav, bringing you Serbian Corner. Always a banger. Always a great weekend show. So you want to check that out. I believe it's at 1 o'clock tomorrow right here on this feed. Hit the like button on the way out, guys. We'll see you next time.